Hi, welcome to the new year, 2023. What's up? Hey. Uh, I'm Katie. I am Rayla. And this is All Mom, No, no Pros. pros. So we are talking adaptation, adapting, adaptions. Adaptions, yeah. Is that the word, adaption? Mm-hmm. You've made that. It's not adaptations. Adaptations. Yeah. Uh, tomato, tomato. Uh, tomato, tomato, semantics. Okay. I mean, yeah, with the way we're, the way we're going to be talking about it, they're all going to apply. So. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you know, natural chameleons we have to be sometimes, you know? like <sighs> Very much so. I yeah. like that. I'm a fucking natural chameleon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, we we can blend in, we can stand out, we can adapt to our lives and situations as they happen, and life does not stop around you when <laughs> things happen. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, okay, so I was writing something down, yeah. but I didn't want to forget to mention later, and I totally spelled it very wrong and uh i was laughing at myself so ah i'm usually i'm usually the speller and not right now apparently i have it's been a long day i'm having to adapt to my very long day today there you go yeah yeah it's just an adaption Mm -hmm. so but i think there's a lot of things that as parents you have to do like it's an ongoing thing i think like it's every day well maybe not every day but yeah you know every cycle every step there's something that you have to learn adjust adapt to process yeah it's a hundred percent of process like of course there's that massive adaption whenever you have a baby Mm -hmm. and you go from like you know my life is about me to crap my life is no longer about me anymore i think that starts like whenever you find out that you're pregnant very true i mean because yeah. you already have to start thinking oh yeah because ahead yeah you're thinking ahead you're thinking oh you got to think about your diet because what about the baby yeah and i gotta take my prenatals for the baby and you know don't sleep on your stomach for the baby okay i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm, making, <laughs> I'm making a joke but uh, i'm not a stomach sleeper but the only time i ever wanted to sleep on my stomach in my was entire life was when i was like eight months pregnant and i couldn't <laughs> I was like, I can't even sleep on my stomach. And yeah. He's like, you don't sleep on your stomach. But if I wanted to, I can. <laughs> but I mean, at that point, I mean, you're big. You, you know, it was summer. It was hot. Like, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. No. So, but I think that it's, you kind of get so used to them mm-hmm. as life goes on. Yeah. You just, you do it, like you said, natural chameleon, you do it so so much you don't even notice you're doing it right you sidestep this you change one you know course correct like we were talking about earlier you're course correcting so often that it's just natural yeah so i think it's it's interesting yeah some handle it better than others oh very much so um i think whenever you have a scenario where like when you have so when that like you have some parents that just have so much help which is nothing wrong with that. Kudos to any parent out there that has help. But some don't. Like some don't have family that live close. Mm-hmm. Some have family that live next door. So when you have a lot of that help, I think that sometimes like when you have to make a major adaption, like it's for them, it's very difficult because they've had that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think whenever you do so much of it by yourself, that it just becomes the norm. Yeah. You know, I mean, because you've done a lot of stuff by yourself and it, 
you seem to emotionally adapt to or emotionally like handle it very well. I don't, <laughs> but I mean, I didn't in the beginning. It's a yeah. lot different now, but I mean, you've had a lot of things thrown your way and you've always, you always seem to emotionally, I mean, not every moment of every day. No, like it's, I don't know. It's definitely, you know, like what goes on behind closed doors, you know, because I am very much an emotional person and, you know, that only got worse after having kids, you know, never was. Gotta love hormones. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking great. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like um, having a child so young, like I did, you know, like. So I ended up giving birth when I was 20. Yeah. So I got pregnant at 19. Barely. Okay. So it might have been like around my 20th, you know, so whatever. <laughs> but either way, you know, like that's still like, that's relatively that's young. young. That's very young. Yeah. You couldn't even go in a bar and buy a beer. Yes, that's young. Yeah. Although I worked in one and that, that didn't stop me anyway. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I didn't help, but, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, when, um, I found out it's like, it was a conscious decision that me and him decided to, you know, yeah. like move forward with, because, you know, I thought that was, you know, like, I thought we were good, you know, and that's, you know, okay, you know, and then, um, then we weren't, <laughs> but, um, going through like the pregnancy and everything like that. <laughs> Because you have no fucking choice when you decide to, you know, move forward with your pregnancy and want to actively have a child. Um, It's just going to happen. And, like, whatever (laughs) fucking choice do you have? You know, like, I'm sorry. No, I don't like this big belly. Can it grow? Like, can I just have a hump on my back or something? You know, like... (laughs) (laughs) Can I just go to Notre Dame, please, and just be that guy? You know, like, why? And I don't give a shit, TMI, but, like, when I was pregnant, I think I was probably, like, four or five months pregnant, I have never been so constipated in my life that I felt like I was going to die. (laughs) Going to die. I didn't have that problem until after. Like, after I had a C-section, that's, I I wasn't when I was pregnant. I was gassy. A little bit. Could you ask any 20-year-old nowadays like have you ever had to give yourself an enema my dude no <laughs> i have yeah no i didn't I, <sighs> I they um jay had to tell the doctors he's like okay she won't tell you she's having a problem and they're <laughs> like what do we need i'm like i'm fine they're like okay um either you let us help you or we will never let you leave the hospital <laughs> like they were okay. being sarcastic but like right like uh so yeah that that's that's not a fun feeling and oh and while you're pregnant yes because like because you're not already uncomfortable i mean why right. why not just add one more thing to the list but you know it was wasn't i guess it was like when i just started getting big but i didn't start like showing really big until i was like six or seven no months. you didn't yeah you i was pretty small you're still small. You're a tiny person. Whatever. I, I'll show you tiny. Anyway. <laughs> I'll show you tiny. I'll show you tiny. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, just all of the bodily changes and um, your environment, you know, like, 
I think the biggest adaptation is the pregnancy and because like that's immediately within you and like you have no choice but to go through yes. that. But yes, when the child comes, that is a whole environmental yes. adaptation that yes. you have to get used to. And you know, honestly, like in the beginning, like it was it was nice, you know, like I loved it. Yeah. I don't I don't think that I mean our marriage was perfect. Yeah. We were so fucking happy. Like just like smiling all the time and like I like he'd come home from work and I'm like, Oh my god, I missed you so much. I love you. Like it was like we were just high all the time or something. I have no idea. Like I don't know what it was, but like it was just I miss it. Yeah. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um you know, then life kicked back in, like, you yeah. know, a few months later and it's like then you know a few months of not sleeping and you're like your fucking turn get out of bed like you know, <laughs> <that> whole... <laughs> yeah so yeah um sleep was definitely yeah sleep deprivation issue. really that that was a that was a hard thing to adapt to yeah. um i but on so on top of just okay so right we never had to do the oh my god why is she crying like right she never did that i never did that right never cried ever as a baby when we come to find out we know now why but um but we, she was on a strict every three hour feeding mm-hmm. schedule and she didn't cry when she was hungry. So we had to do it every three hours because she was never telling us. And so I was, I was sleeping in like two hour increments whenever at night and stuff like that. And especially cause as a baby, I mean, she just, she wasn't awake ever. She was sleeping all day. So, um, I started getting nightmares. I started having a little bit of postpartum and like I was waking up covered and drenched in sweat, bawling, screaming, all kinds of weird stuff to the point where I was, I was actually, I got to the point where I was scared to go to sleep. So I finally, I had called my, I called my stepmom and I had talked to her about it and, you know, she's like, do you need to go see somebody? And I was like, no, I just, I just, like, I just need to talk to somebody that was, just, that's just going to listen. And, and I, I say that like, I didn't have an option. I just didn't want to tell anybody because I was worried. You know, I wasn't like a danger to my child or myself or anything like that. And I was worried that somebody was going to think that I was. Mm-hmm. And um, I got to that point. Like, I didn't even tell Jay. I was scared to tell him because I was afraid that he was going to think I couldn't take care of the baby because, like, I was still on maternity leave. So I was afraid that he was going to think that I couldn't do it. Like, because, yeah. you know, you have every negative thought in your brain. And so, like, I had to adapt to basically no sleep ever. It was very, very difficult. And once he finally caught on that there was a problem, like he started helping me more with, cause like he was working and I wasn't. So he wasn't doing nighttime feedings except maybe once, like once a week. And I just couldn't do it. And so like it finally all came out and he finally started helping me and it got better. I was still scared to go to sleep, mm-hmm. but I felt like I had a little bit more support cause I just tried, didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. So that was, that was probably the hardest part for me. Um, the pregnancy was pretty mild. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really have a whole lot of like the heartburn. Oh, oh, oh my God. That. The yeah. heartburn. It, mm-hmm. Like, you know, we kind of played around with the idea of having another kid played around with the idea. I'm too old. Um, <laughs> well, he's like, you're not. I'm like, uh, I was 31 when she was born. I'm 39. That's a big difference. That's a, there's a reason why it's called a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> 
It is. Um, uh, but not quite there. No, but it, the geriatric pregnancy is considered after 35. So, but I asked, um, you know, that if we played around with it and then we were talking about it and I was like, yeah, pregnancy wasn't heartburn. No, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> so you don't get heartburn anymore? Oh, no, I still get it all the time. Oh, okay. I didn't, uh, the first time I got it after, after she was born, it had, it was maybe like a year and a half, right? Cause my whole life was turned upside down. And I had never gotten heartburn until I was pregnant. I had a moment where I was like, uh-uh, no, no, I better not be pregnant. I thought I was pregnant because it, it was so bad because I'd never had it until I got pregnant. But now I get it all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Fucking sucks. I couldn't even drink water. Like, I couldn't have water, food, nothing. Like, four hours before I'd lay down to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or I would get heartburn so bad I would puke. Oh, right. Nobody told me that. Like five bottles of Tums just hidden everywhere in the house. <laughs> you mean you didn't read the fine print when you know? No, no, I did not read the fine print or no. you know listen to the commercial with all the possible side effects, <laughs> <laughs> especially the big feet. Mm. The feet, the feet getting better. I could have done without that. Yeah, but I had a hard time after like seeing my body for the first time afterwards. And he's like, oh, you're so beautiful and you're so beautiful and everything. And I'm like, I, I have known my body for 30 years. That, that's not me. Yeah. Like it's, I was like, do you don't understand? Like when you get used to the way you look and it just changes and it's like it, every, I was like, all of my clothes fit different. My shoes fit different. It, my bras fit different. I said, it's weird. I said, that's a hard thing to, I had a hard time with that one. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Oh, struggle with that one. Yeah. Um, not because I did, felt that I looked bad. It just looked different. Right. So that one was a weird one. It's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Now it's I don't hard. care. Now yeah. I can literally, yeah. I, uh, as long as my clothes still fit, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do what I do. Yeah. But that's so bad. But mommy likes tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with the tacos. Uh, it's really not just that. It's just um, life. I'd like to, like what you're doing, I would love to do something like that, but I'm not going to have the family support for it. Yeah. It, I don't know if I would be as successful with this program if uh, Gilbert wasn't doing this with me. I mean, my office is doing it and we're all like supporting each other. Oh, and, that's, you know, that's like, great. Yeah. But it's like, it's not the same, you know, because, like, there are some people that are doing this by themselves at home, you yeah. know, like, their families are not participating, obviously, you know. Yes. Um, now, my kids have had to adapt <laughs> to the <laughs> I was going to ask how that's going. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, I'm doing this program. It's called E2M, and um, it's basically like a diet and exercise plan if you will i know that sounds really generic but um it's really neat because it has a lot of flexibility yeah okay um the the thing about e2m versus you know like weight watchers which you know even whenever i was on weight watchers for you know like the few months that i was you know like i did lose weight but you're still allowed to eat like shit yeah you know it's just like you're sacrificing your points mm-hmm. so with e2m it's like we're like they're 
teaching you healthier habits and they're not giving you that option to have the bad stuff. Yeah. You know, so, but it's not even that they're completely restricting you because you are allowed a cheat meal, a, like one cheat meal mm-hmm. a week, not a cheat day, a cheat meal. So, and the dude says that can be like whatever you want it to be, you know, like you can gorge out on out you know like but you can like stuff your face with pizza and have ice cream afterwards and maybe have a drink you know like make it worth it for yourself yeah you know but know that that is what you are having and just know that that is not something that you need to like continually eat you know it's like all about moderation well everything's good in moderation and if you completely cut yourself off from stuff like that then it makes it harder for something for you to continue like, cause you don't want to starve yourself. And like, I, you know, I, I know a person that's, that's, she habitually does this. Right. And then it's like, you know, you become miserable. It's like, I just want a chocolate chip cookie. I just want this. It's like, you can't, I, I don't want to say deprive yourself, but right. there are, I mean, you know, having a cheat meal once, once a week, right? Once a week. Yeah. Once a week. I mean, that's, that's totally in line with real life. Yeah. You know, and now she also doesn't have kids mm-hmm. and uh, she forgets to eat and will go date like go two days without eating and not even realize it. Yeah. It's really weird. The fuck? Yeah. I know. I still don't understand that. Well, my husband does that. Oh. He's done that. I'm like, have you eaten? Oh. No, I think I ate yesterday. What, what is that? What is that? Um, but and that's and it helps you, I think, kind of stay on the track of being healthy. When yeah. you allow yourself to occasionally say, Okay, you know what, I just let's just have some pizza. Yeah. And then, you know, just like dealing with the digestion after that meal, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm sure like that's really funny. puts things in perspective. <laughs> you know, because it's like your your body's doing so good and then it's like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Stop. Like we, we were doing so good, man. <laughs> But so the, the are so the kid the kiddos are they are so, they adapting to that? I <laughs> well, one they don't have a fucking choice, okay? Because <laughs> we buy the food, okay? If you want to eat, then you're gonna eat what I make. Yeah, you know. So in that regard, they have had to adapt because and the meals that we make they're not like totally they're not restrictive, you know. Yeah. I mean, like completely. Um, like you're able to, you know, like have chicken, you can have a really lean beef, you know, like 90% or more, um, ground turkey is good. You can have any kind of fish that you want. Um, you can have like venison and, you know, just really lean meats. Um, and then you can have quite a few vegetables, not all of them. You cannot have tomatoes. Um, whether you want to consider that a fruit or a vegetable, you know, whatever, um because it's an inflammatory so they will never say you know like oh yeah you can have tomatoes this week you know like it just won't happen um and then um fruit is occasional and then you have like the healthy fats you know so um like nuts and avocado and stuff like that um no like yeah so it's like no sugar no carbs no dairy you know you can have water you can have like the no calorie um uh little mio things mio yeah Yeah. stuffs which you know we're like 
man, this stuff is actually like pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. like in it's, I drink it allowed. Of, yeah. So, I drink a ton of flavored water and the flavored water that I drink, no calories, no sugar. It's all, it's nothing. It's yeah. literally just, it's Propel. It's what I drink. I yeah. love it. And I drink that crap all the time. Yeah. Uh, I also drink a lot of Diet Coke. Yeah. Which I know is terrible. Right. For me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fizzy. Yeah. And I like it. I know. And I don't care. But you know, we kind of find a way around that. So, like, we bought the, um, La Croix. Yes. <laughs> La Croix. La Croix. Anyway, um, and honestly, like, that stuff is, I don't mean, maybe it was just the flavor that we got, you know, mm. but it's, like, essence. You know, yes. it's not even flavoring, it's essence. Yeah, it's it's the, it, the, what I like about, okay, so Diet Coke in the morning is my thing because I don't drink coffee. Yeah. Mm. Hate coffee. Um, but, so I did come across this uh, Crystal Light grape-flavored mm-hmm. thingy stick in my water. No sugar. It has caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I I want to stop with the, not stop. I need to cut back on my sodas. I need to cut back on the amount of Cokes that I drink. Um, one, sodium, water weight, just everything. Um, it's the, it's the, the fizzle. It's the carbonation. That's what my, that's my thing. So... We put Mio in those lacroix. Is that better? It makes it like okay. really nice. I could try that. Please try it. I will. Please try it. Yeah, write it down. Write it. Yeah. And so the biggest oh, you want to talk about adaptations? That wasn't enough. Which you know, it's like we eat vegetables and we eat chicken and we eat yeah. beef all the we time. We eat a lot of chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like that wasn't really a a big deal but um the fruits that was big to me because like i love fruit Mm -hmm. but you know yeah you do it's got sugar you know it's got a lot of natural sugars which you know in excess right so um the coffee the coffee i am such a fucking like coffee snob and i love starbucks i love black rock i love all of that shit and um so cutting out those drinks was probably the hardest for me to do now my bank account was like yeah (laughs) because you know like averaging it out you know it's like anywhere from like 100 and 125 bucks a month in this shit yeah see i don't that's one thing i don't like i don't have that yeah i do we do spend a lot of money on on cokes yeah especially now that they're inexpensive yeah so I have tried to make adaptations. <laughs> We're going to use it in all capacities. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, in, in all forms. It's all about life. Um, and I've gotten, you know, like the non-dairy, no sugar creamers and stuff like that. You know, like, so oat milk isn't really all that bad. Um, it's actually, I kind of like it. Um but it's, yeah, it's like the creaminess, right, that you're missing. And <clears throat> we were using um, the monk fruit sugar yeah. instead of, um, like, regular sugar. And um, honestly, as far as, like, non-sugar sweeteners, I think that's the best one. It doesn't have, like, an aftertaste. Yeah. But they were talking about putting the sweet tea Mio in black coffee. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and pretty good wow it's pretty good so now i don't even need to like fuck with the creamers i just put you know like a little squirt of the meal in there 
it cuts the bitterness. It gives it a little bit of sweetness and it's in line with, you know, like coffee tea. So yeah, see, I just, I don't know how, like, like every time I think about it, like, okay, I'm like, okay, what, like I could change this meal and like go no carb. No, I can't. But like, no, it, no, <laughs> wait, wait, but no. So it's just like, I mean, the carbs, the carbs for me would be the absolute hardest. I, I, I don't think I'd have any problem with dairy. Um, the sugar would be hard be only because I don't realize how much sugar I have. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a sweet tooth. Like I don't eat a lot of candy or chocolate or cookies or stuff like that, but that's not, that's not all sugar. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I think, I think, I mean, I don't eat a lot of fruit. Um, we eat pretty basic vegetables for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ryan loves tomatoes, so we do get those, but she's, yeah, she's a completely different diet. Um, yeah, he likes all vegetables, carrots, loves Brussels sprouts. Um, I don't do that in front of him well, because he likes them. Right. Um, but so he, do you make them for him? Oh, hell no. Oh. I can't stand the way they smell. Oh. That's part of the reason why I don't like them. I've had oh. them and they're not terrible. Yeah. That's that smell. God. And he steams them. So it's worse. And then he puts vinegar on it, so it's like a vinegar Brussels sprout. It's a it's a northern thing. Um, no offense to people up, <laughs> up there. Um, uh, we eat a lot. We eat a lot of like Polish and Russian food too. So because um, you know, his his grandmother's uh, from actually Czech back then. It, not important. Um, <laughs> off topic. So um, but so. Uh, we mainly eat as far, as far as vegetables go. We do a lot of green beans. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves peas and carrots, so we do a lot of peas and carrots. And then I love corn. I love peas. I love peas and corn. Those are my two favorite, like all day. And then black eyed peas and beans. I get, love garbanzo beans. I eat the crap all day long. <laughs> that's, like that's a snack for me. Butter, margarine, whatever. Uh, garlic salt. Just. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, you don't have to warm them up. You know, <clears throat> what has now become pretty much like a dessert for me, hmm. apples and peanut butter. Oh, I love apples and peanut butter. I haven't had it probably, I I honestly can't even remember the last time I had it, but the peanut butter that we're getting is from H-E-B, mm-hmm. and it's the one where you like you press the button and it grinds the peanuts into your little thingy, and it's just like- Bougie. No. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it's, a, it's less than $2. What? For like that container, and there's nothing else in it but peanuts. Sounds like fun. Just go to H E B, bitch. I know, right? I got one down the street. Exactly. Well, I, mean, I just we don't we don't eat a lot of peanut butter. We do. I make my own peanut butter crackers for mm. Ryan instead of buying the pa- the prepackaged yeah. with all the preservatives and all that yeah. crap in it. Um, but I'm telling you, like I'll try that. I'm gonna have you try it. I will. I will yes. absolutely try. Write it. it down so you don't forget because I want you to try my peanut butter. I'm gonna try your peanut. <laughs> try my bitch, peanut, I'm peanut butter. Your peanut butter. <laughs> but it's so good because like. I don't know. It has like a, a natural like sweetness. Now mm. it's sticky. <laughs> it's sticky. I mean, cause like the first day, cause we, we got like maybe like a, we just got like a little bit the first time. Cause they're like, we don't know what it's going to taste like, you know, like we, we don't know. <laughs> so like, I just took like a spoon and I was just like, I want to try this shit. I'm, I'm very curious. And so I was like, <laughs> that's really <laughs> sticky. <laughs> But it was like it was so 
so nutty. It was it was really great. They can't keep up. You've got to stop saying that stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to find your best quote, but you just won't stop talking and saying <laughs> such good ones. It was so nutty. <laughs> um, Jesus. So we do like okay. So I like peanut butter and apples too. Like when I was a kid, my neighbor she used to core the apple and then just fill it with peanut butter. Yeah, so then you eat the apple, and then you get to the middle, and it's, it's it was awesome. Yeah, that's what I wanted it to. Get. So she used to put it on slices too, but there's nothing quite like it because you just eat around it until you get to the like the core, and then you just bite like off the end. Yeah, it's delicious. Oh my god, I miss you that much, Yes, I miss you too. I was actually it's too sweet for me. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't have a sweet tooth. Like, if I get check this when I get a sweet tooth, like. You can give me like one of those packs of like Reese's peanut butter cups, right? It's got two in there, right? I'll eat one. I'm like, I'm good for a while. Mm-hmm. And I probably won't eat the next one for like, till like the next day. Yeah. That's, that's, that is my sweet tooth. I'm a, I want pretzels. I want cra- uh, crackers. I want chips. I want salty. I want salty. I want, you know, starchy. That's bad. Uh, I have a lot of, my, my diet is very starchy and very carb and it's amazing that I'm still in my pants. We'll just you say that. You should start food journaling. Yeah. So it really can put things in perspective. Yeah. Well, like, and you know, I tried like the cauliflower and like the zucchini pasta and like that. It tastes like crap to me. Okay. I know plenty of people that like live and die by it. Mm-hmm. My coworker loves the, the cauliflower pizza dough, like, like whatever. Mm-hmm. She loves it. I tried like the mashed cauliflower, like replace like mashed potatoes whenever I was on my diet. And I was like so excited to try it. I really was. I was like, this is going to be so awesome. Not thinking it was going to taste like mashed potatoes, but I was like, I found ways to kind of like adhere to the textures that I'm used to and everything else. And I like, I put a lot of effort into it. I took one bite and I just looked over at him. He's like, what? I was like, this is disgusting. (laughs) And he's like, more butter. I said, no trash can like it's not there's this is there's nothing that can help it and he's like I think it's good I said you like cauliflower I was like I clearly don't like it wasn't the texture it was I apparently hate cauliflower because every time I've tried it since because I've never had it before and I was trying not to go into it with like a bad Mm -hmm. mind but it's like I hate cucumbers I have I like cucumber flavor I hate cucumbers I've tried them hundreds of times assuming that one day i will like them i put them in salads like i'll put cu- i can put cucumbers like in my water and that's fine but the cucumber i hate it <laughs> and i keep he's like why do you keep trying it because i'm like, maybe i'll like it so um do you eat pickles i i i don't i, I hate pickles okay Okay. Which I was going to say. Yeah. No, I, I was going like, to say. No, I don't like pickles. Um, I hate tomatoes. Not a huge fan of ketchup. Because I was like, well, you eat ketchup. Yeah, no, nah, it's not. First of all, it's not 100% not the same thing. Yeah. It's not like I just squished a tomato and made ketchup. There's a lot more in it than just a tomato. Oh, yeah. There's sugar. There's all kinds of crap. Ton of, there's a ton oh, of sugar yeah. in ketchup. And um, so, yeah. So there's a lot of things I don't like mm-hmm. that would make, like, trying to like what you're doing I, I i feel that i would be setting myself up for failure and i have to find something a little bit more user friendly i don't think i would adapt very well maybe over time but i couldn't start it tomorrow 
also it's expensive what eating healthy in my house you know we've been yeah okay yes (laughs) and it's like we're buying all new things and you can see that there's definitely less in the cart because like we have been learning through all of this too you know like especially with produce like if you don't know exactly how to store it proper to keep its Mm -hmm. longevity then like it's just such a big waste of money you know so the problem that we have with we were like loading up on everything and we're just like all right you know we're shopping for the week and everything like that and i'm just like can't shop for the week no you can't no no no. so i told him i was like we're gonna have to do like a midweek you know have you looked into imperfect foods no but i do see that uh, my neighbor gets it i've seen a lot of that and then like the misfit market yeah so you can you can choose the kind of stuff that you want and they will bring you that kind of stuff and it's like okay cool like i'm using a potato as an example i know that that's not part of it but um a potato it's like it's a it's not a pretty potato no but the potato is fine yeah it just doesn't look pretty right yeah um and so uh my neighbor gets it and he was like it's awesome and he gets it's nothing but like and he picks the kind of stuff that he wants like, yeah like if there's dietary restrictions and you know, but so you might want to look into that yeah. because they deliver so you don't have to constantly go to the store um i tend to do like a big shopping order a month so i have to buy produce kind of periodically throughout the month mm-hmm. and most of our produce consists of like tomatoes uh, occasionally we'll get carrots, cucumbers, um, bananas, mm-hmm. apples, definitely apples and grapes when they're depending on season. Also watermelon, depending on season. That's Ryan. That's also another reason why I've been wanting to find a farmer's market, like a legit one, you know, cause like, I know like some of them, you know, like come through and they, they have like pop-ups and stuff like that. Yes. But I'm just like, nah, there's gotta be like, there's a ton of them here. There, yeah. there's a ton of them here i yeah, promise yeah, you yeah. so it's just a matter of finding like the right one for your area um in fact you know what there's not one far from here i don't remember the name of it i'll find out for my dad um because because he get like they go, really good produce for yes, like cheap very cheap. very cheap yeah so but yeah definitely look at into imperfect foods but so and that's why like i do my my one big grocery order mm-hmm. and so like i would have to adapt to the way that i buy groceries yeah to do that now because like i will buy stuff like i buy like when meat's on sale i buy a bunch of it and i freeze it um you know things like that i don't buy the super lean ground beef because it's extremely expensive and i'm on a very tight budget especially when it comes to groceries so there's that um you know we get a lot of the i mean chicken chicken's chicken i mean i'm paying for chicken it's when you take when you do ground beef i mean you're seasoning the crap out of it because it's in spaghetti or it's in you know sloppy joes or whatever you're making like it's you're seasoning the crap out of it chicken doesn't quite do the same so you you gotta get the decent chicken and we do a lot of pork Mm. like i like uh pork tenderloin Mm -hmm. so good it is we get the teriyaki one anyways you don't get I don't get to, you don't get to have pork? No. It's not lean enough? No. I don't really know much. You can't about. have like, you know, like steak and stuff. Like, because pork is oh, okay. harder to digest and steak too. So, I mean, like, not that you can't have beef. Yeah. You just have to have the leaner stuff. Yeah, we don't eat a whole lot of pork. Yeah. 
we mainly what we eat honestly is ground beef and a lot of chicken yeah um sausage we eat a lot of like mm-hmm. italian or like uh sliced sausage or stuff like that we eat a lot of that i did not mean to make this episode about yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's all about adapting, yeah. though, right? So yeah. it's like, I mean, I keep thinking about, like, how could I, like, get my family to adapt to that? I can't adapt to it. Like, I mean, I the well, carbs. It's, that. It comes back down to the carbs. Like, I, a lot of times I come home for lunch, right? And I just, I'll make a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I can't have a sandwich. Make a lettuce wrap. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love lettuce, man. I love a salad. I'll eat a salad any day of the week. But you put salad like on my sandwich and I'm going to punch you because it doesn't belong there because it makes it crunchy. Like a sandwich is not supposed to be crunchy. That's me. Okay. I wouldn't actually punch anybody for that. Everybody likes their things. So then do you not like subs? I like subs, but I don't put lettuce on my subs. That makes them crunchy. My subs aren't crunchy. Your subs are crunchy. Where are you eating with crunchy subs? You don't get your shit toasted? Sometimes, but it doesn't like- That makes it crunchy. It doesn't- it's nice and crunchy. Okay. It makes the outside of the bread a little crispy, but it doesn't make it crunchy. Like I'm not going to bite into a, okay, a toasted sub. You bite into a toasted sub and you get to, let's say we're having turkey, turkey and cheese. And the turkey is nice. And it's like, you know, you bite into it real easy. The cheese, you have mayonnaise on it because you have to put mayonnaise on a turkey sandwich. There's no mustard. Please tell me you don't put mustard in a turkey sandwich. I don't put mayonnaise on it. What do you put on it? Mustard. You put mustard on your turkey sandwich? If I'm making it at home, yeah. Eh, okay, teach them. So, <laughs> like, you have all of that, like, it's all soft and it just goes together. And then imagine, like, a really big piece of lettuce and it just goes crunch. Like, what? Like, that doesn't go. But I'll eat a salad with my sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. I'm weird. We've already established that. <laughs> my dad thinks I'm insane. He's like, you'll literally... But anyway, so... um, I... I could try like a lettuce wrap and I've done those before and they're not bad. Um, but I just, I just want it's just, it has to and have the bread, like, the turkey sandwich. I will do like, I've done the low carb tortillas, like the four car, like two yeah. carb. I've done those and I'll do like a, like a chicken Caesar wrap thing. Mm-hmm. And like, and I, so I was able to kind of adapt like that. Cutting out all carbs. I don't think I could do, but I can do low carb. Yeah. I have done that. Yeah. I don't think I could do it prolonged forever. Right. Like, off and on like mm-hmm. continue, i don't know yeah so but i also don't have the discipline that you do which we have established <laughs> i didn't think i had the discipline either well i it's a huge it's a huge it it is transition you know. and i think it goes into just like everything else like i mean like we were talking like you know when you get when you you get pregnant Mm-hmm. right and things change overnight like when you start yeah. something like that you have to adapt to it and it's you either do or you don't yeah the difference is is that when you're pregnant you don't have a choice right yeah when you're doing a diet or a lifestyle change mm-hmm. you do have a choice which is what makes it so much harder i think yeah and i mean nobody's forcing us to do this but you know also in like from gilbert's perspective i mean he knew that he was you know gaining weight and like he has a fatty liver and his dad's diabetic and you know just like lost half his foot so it's like he definitely doesn't want to you know follow in the same you know line and uh so this was like a really big drive for him and he's been doing so well with it because he was bad about like multiple cups of coffee a day lots of sugar lots of creamer um just like snacks treats you know sweets all that kind of stuff you know i mean it was just like 
a lot. Mm-hmm. He hasn't had any of that stuff. He, he, he stopped drinking coffee. That's a big deal for him. Yeah. You know? So um, at our last um, team meeting at work, at the end of the meeting, we all go around and we um, we talk about one person that, you know, we appreciate, you know, that has, you know, helped us out or whatever. And uh, you can only pick one. And this last one, um, Dr. Katie wasn't there, but she was on speakerphone with all of us. And so, like, we were passing it around and, you know, um, as soon as the phone got to me, like, I immediately, because I was going to thank her, you know, like, I appreciated her for, you know, giving us this gift of health, you know, because, I mean... I was going to do it anyway because I was like, okay, well, you know, you get the program for life. So, I mean, even if I don't do it now, you know, like I'll have that available to me when I decide to, you know, which is not the way you should be going into it. You know, she's doing it because like we should all be doing this together, you know? So, um, but yeah, like as soon as the phone got to me, like it, it took me a minute to pull myself together. I was just like, cause I started crying. I was just like, and it sounded like so dumb hearing it out loud because like I'm sobbing and I'm just like, this is the first time I've been like sugar free and dairy free and I'm just, I, my body just feels better. Like, like honestly with the no dairy, like my joints don't ache as much anymore. You know, like my sinuses are not as, you know, like as yeah. they were, you know, I mean, I have definitely felt body changes I definitely feel like I have more energy which for me to say that is I guess I just like really didn't know what energy felt like yeah you know I think because you just get so used to it like you're just like okay so yeah I'm up you know like I can do stuff you know but like feeling awake yeah feeling you know like yeah, like, this is a great day. Let's let's do this, you know? Like, let's get this done, you know? Yeah, I don't have very many days like that. That's what I'm saying. But like, I also don't, I, mine's, mine's sleep habits. Now, I'm sure my diet, my diet can assist in that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But my sleep, the way I sleep, and I'm sure my diet would help me sleep. But I will say that it doesn't matter how I've ever eaten my entire life. The way I sleep now is the way I have always slept. Yeah. It's not any different. Like, mm-hmm. I was like this in high school. I was like this in middle school. I was like this in elementary school. Ugh. It's just, I'm so used to it that like 39 years of sleeping like shit just kind of makes you tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not, this is not like, I can honestly tell you that like, I remember in elementary school, never sleeping through the night ever. Hmm. I've just never slept through that. My dad doesn't and neither does my brother. All three of us are the exact same way. Hmm. Yeah. So I always wondered why, like, older people got up so damn early. Yes, because they just don't sleep anymore. (laughs) But then I'm just like, I'm not fucking old, you know, that I'm doing this, you know? Because, like, I remember when we would, like, go stay at my grandparents' house, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I remember it'd be, you know, like, 6 o'clock in the morning and you know like you're sleeping and they're out there like making making breakfast having coffee having conversations like shut up reading the newspaper such a classic thing i know so wholesome if you really think about it i uh my my dad gets up at like 4 30 right jay's dad gets up at like three and i don't um i'm just now for the first time in my life like getting up early yeah so i don't have the hiccups all of a sudden sorry uh, I I usually only get like two or three and then they stop. I don't have ever have one time. But so I get um 
like I would say maybe the last like six months. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't almost doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. I will be up by like eight o'clock. Yeah. Right. And so that's been an adjustment for me. Um, and an adaption I've had to make. Yeah. Because, you know, I'll stay up with him like Friday night, something like that. We'll, you know, have a couple beers and I will still wake up at like eight o'clock. Yeah. And then my entire day is just like that. And I don't get it. And that's new and I don't know why. And, you know, I know that like, as you get older, a lot of people will start to do that, Mm -hmm. but I will say, (laughs) you'll find this funny for the last two weeks, every single morning, I have woken up at 626 every morning. Hmm. Not, I mean, I'll go back to sleep if I want to, but I wake up and I look at the clock and it is 626. I'm like, Hmm. Let's let's pull some random yeah. numerology there's, out there's of this shit. You know, like <laughs> I can't think of a single reason why that would be the time, except it is four minutes before my time. But or yeah, it's four minutes before my alarm goes off. Six two six. No idea. My my first alarm goes off at six thirty every morning. When it goes off, I snooze it. Wasn't Stitch experiment six two six? possibly i don't know why that sounds right in my head it it does actually sound right and i will say if that is the connection that would be a weird ass connection because i've only seen that movie like twice (laughs) and i definitely haven't seen it in the last two weeks so in my head i'm like all right six and six and twelve and two and fourteen and four four plus one is five and okay five what does five mean i literally i'm picturing like just like the whole like you know, the, like all the, like when you watch those TikTok videos, it's like somebody thinking really hard. It's all the equations. Oh, yeah. Like that's, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's been weird because like, and, but I've been waking up early and it's changing my, my weekends. And so it's, I used to, it's just, it's weird. And I'm having to kind of adapt to being in this like <clears throat> weird sleep schedule yeah. that I've never been in before and completely unprovoked. So, like, because, like, when you would say, well, okay, well, how about 10 o'clock? Okay, like, a year and a half ago, I'd have been like, okay, that's really early. Because, like, I have to get up and I have to take a shower and then it takes me, like, 40 minutes to get here. So, like, I'm going to have to get up at, like, 7. Like, that's early. Now, at 10 o'clock, I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. Because I'm going to be up anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's that. Mm, mm -hmm. But I think all life leads to, you know adapting to something and whether it is provoked it is chosen or it is forced i think all three of those things can really kind of and i think you know parenting i think parenting does i don't want to say makes you an expert but is the best thing you'll ever be prepared to having to adapt on the fly yeah yeah absolutely kids are unpredictable (laughs) yeah kids are unpredictable and you know they're you know one day, all of a sudden, they need glasses. Oh, crap. Now we got to add that kind of crap in. And then, or, you know, like in my case, hey, your child's missing a part of their freaking 10th chromosome. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but I will say that, like, while that seems like a huge adaptation, we only have the one. Yeah. So that's, so you don't have anything to compare We didn't have, like, yeah. So we were already first timers. So it's not like we had to really change the way yeah. we were doing anything. So for us, like, it's, this is your story. We didn't know any better. Yeah. So, and I think the ignor- ignorance is bliss. 
Yeah. Right? So for us, this is just normal. Right. And it's not like, oh, y'all are doing so And you so had good. no pre-knowledge of it Yeah. So we didn't, Yeah. We didn't know about it. So it's all been just go with the flow, mm-hmm. um, adapting to the idea that we can't make plans as hard. Yeah. Like, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, I think that was, it wasn't as big of a change as you would expect. Right. Like, because, like I said, we just didn't know any better. Yeah. So for us, it was just like, okay, okay well, I mean, we this, this is what we've been kind of doing and yeah. this is how we do it. I mean, I've never been a mom before, right. you know, so it's not like, yeah, it still was a little bit. Cause I mean, cause you do have experience with it, like around other people's kids. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Other people's kids. The kids are awesome. Thank you. They are. Thank you. I know they're not always rainbows and sunshines. <laughs> Is any kid always rainbows and sunshines? No. Yeah. No. Even like the really sweet ones, you know, have their moments. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it's just like built in to like humans, you know, because yeah. I mean... <laughs> look at the history of things you know i mean like there's been a few adaptions yeah just through a, time just, just a smidge you, just, know, you know i think a little sprinkle here sprinkle there 10 to 100 to mm-hmm. 2500 to like a million years ago hell now to 50 years ago that's what i'm that's, saying i mean you know, it's like any amount of time like it's always changing and you again you don't have a choice yeah you just kind of well then you have like the big ones like like maternity leave, like, like that, and then bam, okay, go to work. Wait, what? Wait, my kid? Yeah. No, my kid's gotta be with me. Like, yeah. because you still have those hormones and everything else, and it's yeah. like that's a forced, it's yeah. a forced one. Um, I got to take her to work with me, but it was very hard because I, it was not as fun or as easy as I thought it was gonna be. Right. It kind of sucked. Oh wait, Wouldn't you thought it. it was gonna be fun. Not fun. Or easy? Okay, well, easy, yes. Hmm? Meaning, like, I don't know why I thought it was going to be easy. <laughs> I don't know. I was, it was, I was eight weeks on maternity leave and still hormonal. So God only knows what my dumbass brain was thinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was. I, it was a lot harder than expected. Yeah, we'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had to constantly like balance, like okay, don't spend too much time with the kid because then they're going to think you're not working and they're going to tell you that you can't bring her anymore. Yeah. And then it was like, but don't spend too much time working because then you're neglecting your baby. Yeah. It was that, it was that. Damned like, if you do, damned yes. if you do. Yes. And um, in the, it ended up having to end because people wouldn't leave me alone because they were always coming in to play with Ryan. Like I used to go to the bathroom. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I used to go to the bathroom and I'd come back and I would like, or because I had to go out in the shop or something. I mean, she was a baby baby. She was in playpen. There were plenty of people around. Okay. She wasn't like in an office alone. Right. Um, and I had a monitor. So, um, but I didn't always take it out with me because, you know, Renee was like right, 10 feet from her. Yeah. And had kids. Uh, so, I, but I would come back in and they'd be like, who's got my child? Who's got my kid? And there were a couple of times I even went on the intercom. I'm like, all right, guys, like, okay, it's five o'clock. I got to go. Can you please bring me my kid? Like, I don't, I can't, I don't have time to walk around this big ass building looking for my kid every day at the end of work. 
So she ended up becoming a distraction for everybody else, not me. Mm. And they told me I couldn't bring her anymore. Yeah. They gave me a time frame. They weren't like, okay, tomorrow you can't bring her. It's like, okay, you have, you got a couple of weeks. You got to find a daycare. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But. And I think one of the biggest things is like, like you said, whether it's by choice or whether it's by force or, you know, whichever. Um <clears throat> Being with somebody for, you know, several years and then having your first child together and realizing that that person is not going to work out for you. That is the biggest thing. And I think it's more of you're just in your safe comfort zone, even though you know it's not good for you. And, um, I mean, that was like my first real big, um, breakup, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I've had boyfriends and we've broken up before, but you know, it's kind of major, you know, we've been living together. We have a yeah. child now, you know? And, um, but he just was like, he was comfortable because he really had like no drive to do like really anything past what he was doing. He had that fucking dumbass telemarketing job that he did for fucking ever. And whenever he wasn't doing that, he was at home on the computer doing some conspiracy, this, that, and whatever. And it's like, <clears throat> this is why I never brought him around. You... <laughs> Dude, like, that's why I never brought him around. You know, and whenever I did bring him around, wasn't long before he started talking about Illuminati and all this. (laughs) Tim Trails. Dude, I mean, it's like, okay, sure, you know, uh, the things that you, you know, decided to talk to me about, you know, some things make sense, you know, like, what am I going to do about it? Okay, so I'm woke now. Great. Yeah. Great. Now I'm more stressed. I know. I know exactly <laughs> that feeling. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, it's helpful. It's yeah. very helpful. Cause I don't have enough things to worry about. Let me worry things about things that a hundred thousand percent. There's nothing I can fucking do about. Yeah. So, so thank you for bringing that to yeah. my attention. Yeah. Please tell me like how bad and evil, you know, like the Rothschild family is and you know, like mm-hmm. how they're doing all this like dirty shady shit. I'm like, I'm going to write them a very strongly worded letter like, and they I... better stop. Yeah. Like, wh- who am I? John Wick? Like, what do you think I can do about Dude. it? <laughs> and like, honestly, not everybody wants to talk about that shit. Yes. So, it, oh my God. On a rare occasion with the right person, yeah, it can be a fun conversation. Right, but know your audience. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. And, and read know, the room. And know when it's too much. Yeah. Know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, and when I started having enough of not just his BS, but I mean, just like being stuck in like working in bars and stuff, it was just like, not what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to do something more. Yeah. So when I brought up the idea of going to school, it was all like, oh, we can't afford that. Or, well, we can't, you know, do this, that, whatever. Like it was, it was never really supportive. Like now that I look back on it, you know, like he wasn't really supportive on the things that i wanted to do you know so well yeah because the the more the more that you would better yourself the more that you would realize the scenario that you're in and he knew what that meant yeah because while he was a little goofy 
um he wasn't stupid no no not at he, all and guys like that very rarely are they know what they have yeah and if you better yourself then you're gonna leave yeah they're very insecure also so that's what he that's why he wasn't supportive i can't support her because if she does that she's gonna leave me and i'm gonna be stuck doing you know i'm gonna have to do this myself or i'm gonna have you know it's well and then look at you now <laughs> you know yep. i mean everything happens for a reason but i mean it how it happened you know like i don't think there's ever like a, a right way or like a perfect time to there's, do stuff like that no but i mean again i was still extremely young and i honestly didn't think that i was going to be able to do it on my own and i kind of didn't i mean i failed a lot <laughs> i failed a lot because whenever he left that apartment and i was still there i mean it's it was hard for me being there other than just like sleeping yeah because fucking empty apartment now yeah you know it's just me and then that shit got broken into so then that was fun and then i just felt like all my shit was violated so um but wasn't able to keep up with the money for the i mean it was kind of expensive but and i didn't think i was going to be able to get an apartment on my own i ended up getting that apartment behind the fiesta over there but then it was only a matter of months before like i couldn't make that work either yeah you know like i was really irresponsible with money it it was money it's very hard i think that i mean i'm bad with money i'm good with money but i'm bad with money like all of my bills are paid Mm -hmm. and i could budget better and be okay but i'm not like my bills are always still my everything's always paid Past that, I make stupid decisions sometimes. Like, I bring my lunch, but you know what? I really want Jack in the Box. I make stupid, I make stupid decisions like that. Yeah. We both do. We're yeah. both very bad. Um, and I think that, like, I mean, I would be hard pressed to make yeah. an apartment rent on my own. Yeah. So, I mean, I do it all now, which is weird because well, I do it all now by myself, but like, I alone, I would. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But you know what I mean. And then having that not work out and then moving in with my parents, you know, mm. and they were in an apartment. So, yeah, that wasn't, I mean, but it was nice to have the help. Oh, yeah, I imagine. You know, it was nice to have the help. But also, yeah, it was just a lot. And then from that point, since I lost that apartment, you know, like, I was like, okay, well, that's pretty much Screwed fucked up your, me. Yeah. Yeah, that... So, jump forward to my marriage, you know, several (laughs) several years later. Um, Yeah, I didn't think that I was going to be able to get a place, like, a decent place, you know, on my own that wasn't, like, in the fucking ghetto somewhere, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but I was just like, you know, you don't know because you haven't tried. Yeah. And I think it was, like, yeah, the first one. And when they said that you know like everything's good you know you make enough money you know you can go ahead and move in i was just like what i mean fucking game changer oh i bet god you know like that was that was really awesome so but i mean not only having to do that once but twice yeah okay decisions decisions (laughs) decisions 
not all of them are fantastic. And just me being naturally impulsive. Yeah, but I can also say, though, that, like, I mean, I, you're a lot different now than you were then. You, you've grown up a lot. You were very young back then. Like, okay, so 20, baby number one. Mm-hmm. My one and only kid, I was 31. It was like, I'm not saying I made better decisions. That's not, that's not where I'm going with that. Yeah. Um, I, I actively knew back then that I didn't want to. Because, I mean, Jay and I, we, we got together when I was 19. We've been together for damn near 20 years. So, I mean, our 19-year anniversary is in May. Um, we will have met 20 years ago in October. So it's, I knew, but back then, like, I, as in love with him as I was, mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't ready. I didn't want it because I was all about me. Yeah. And I was very selfish. And not necessarily in a bad way. I was like, no, I want to finish school. No, I need it. I want to get a good job. No, I want to do this. I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids because I'm afraid all of that will slow it down. Yeah. And why are we rushing this? Because, like, I mean, he's he's only a few years older than me. He's mm-hmm. not, like, you know, 10 years older than me or something. Right. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, I was like, why are you rushing? Like, I was like, you're 26. Like, I'm 22. Like, no. <laughs> like, I just was able to get into a bar a year ago. Like, you want, no. Like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. Um, and then when we made our decision to actively start trying, I was terrified and I was, I was, I was struggling with the adaption of trying. <laughs> it was All fun. Right, this is a conscious decision to bang. It was create, fun. Procreate. Yeah, I'm sure it was. We had fun with it. Yeah. Um, which I mean, that's kind of the point, but it was, um, the constant thought in my head. Mm-hmm. And then, but once we figured it out, like having to go through that point and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then transitioning into not only being a parent, but being a mom that works too and having to the balancing act that's constantly changing. Cause like, you know, when I first going back to work, he was working too. Now he's a stay at home dad. So it's like, things are, are very, are easier. Well, now yeah. he's going back to work. So things are not as easy. Mm-hmm. So like I'm going through this very new, yeah. like I'm adapting to this very new situation that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Like he has to work tomorrow and he's working Saturday and it's like, he's been there every Saturday for five years. Like it's weird. <laughs> like where's my person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My person's always here. Yeah. So it's, uh, but I mean, it's great for me and Ryan to have just be around. Yeah, that's awesome. Get some mommy daughter time in, and you know, right. you know, do the dishes. Uh, <laughs> um, normal crap. I'm supposed to do it. Something that. that I was thinking about with um, Gilbert with this new um, position that he was interviewing for mm-hmm. is that it may require him to travel to South America for oh, wow. you know, like a couple days or you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm just like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. This Hold is kind of what <laughs> you're gonna know like way in advance, right? Because like we we have to plan for that. Well, yeah. You know, like that's well, you guys uh, support each other, and yeah, so much. I mean, of it. and the schedule that we have now. I mean, like he works from home, yeah. But I mean, even whenever like if he had to go into the office, it was after Sadie gets on the bus, mm-hmm. so it's like he has the opportunity to leave. 
and he has that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm usually out the door before Sadie gets on the bus. So I have to yeah. be out of the house, you know, like I have to be at work by eight, you know? So that's, um, yeah. So I was like, okay, so I'd have to arrange that. But then I'm just like, I'm coming home and you're like, you gotta get the kids. Like, ready to do this? And like, yeah. Just, you know, not that, you know, it bothers me to have to do that on my own or that, you know, it's just going to be like me and the kids, but I'm just like, yeah, that's my person. That's like, yeah, that's what, like Saturday. Like he goes to work. It's like, like, okay. When he like during the week, it's not that bad. Right. Cause he has, he's home by nine. So it's just, it's not like, he's not working full time. It's just part time yeah. job. So, but he gets home by nine. Yeah. So it's like not that big a deal. Right. Like I cook dinner. It's there. Like we're all kind of winding down. I mean, he gets home and then like pretty soon after I'm going to bed, which kind of sucks. Cause like I'm at work all day. But like Saturday, he's got like all day, mm-hmm. and I'm like again, like the, you know, the, you're my dude, right? Like you're my person that I do stuff with. But if he had it, if we had to adapt to like a normal like all day job, like I'd have to get up at like really early and get the kid ready and do this, and like we've done that before, and I've gotten, I've adapted very well to not having to do that. Yeah. To the point where I was like, well, you know, I mean, I think a part time job would be fine. <laughs> There is some selfish motive behind some of this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, because we don't need it. We don't need him to be gone all the time. And, and she does need, like, he needs to be home with her. I could do it, but I would go crazy. Mm-hmm. I could never be a stay-at-home mom. Kudos, man. You women that do that, y'all are strong as hell. It's rough. I, I don't think I could do it. That's, I okay. I could do it. I could absolutely do it. And I would eventually rock at it. In the beginning... I would struggle and then I would get, I need to leave. I need to get out of this house. I got, I would go stir crazy. I went mm-hmm. stir crazy in eight weeks of maternity leave. So. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's definitely, uh, you know, you'd think you would do like so many things. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Mm-mm. Um, and I don't know. Some women are really driven by that. You know, like my well, mom, yeah. she loved being a stay at home mom. That's what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, she wanted to clean all day. She wanted to, you know, like read books and, you know, like while we were at school and, you know, just take care of like homely things. You yeah, know? There, like, that's there's some wants. women that rock it. I, I just, um, when it comes to gender social roles, I am more like a man. Get me out of the house. I'm going to bring home some money. We'll be fine. Right. Like I know things are changing. I'm not, but like talk about old school, like I'm very much like my dad. Yeah. Um, I was raised by my father. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, but I'm very much like that. Like we joke that, you know, him and I have reversed gender roles. Yeah. And we kind of do, you know, stay at home, dad, and mm-hmm. I go make the money. Um, I, I don't think I'm cut from the right cloth is all uh i think women that do that are amazing yeah and i wish i was i because mm-hmm. like whenever she was baby baby i was like i'm not going back to work i was like you better figure this shit out because i'm not i'm not putting her in daycare i'm staying home with her yeah and then i got back to work and i'm like well maybe we'll make it work mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i i think about like both ends of the spectrum too you know so it's like stay-at-home moms you know like they're really strong for what they do and you know kudos to those who like have structure and yes. are able to like stick to it <sighs> and amazing all of that i like the ones that homeschool homeschooling is holy fuck so like so we're homeschooling right now Uh and i mean 
So she's mm-hmm. seven, first of all. So that's a grand total of like an hour and a half of school a day. Mm-hmm. That like if you actually base it out, right? So uh, we were we were working on multiplication yesterday. Mm-hmm. She's seven. She's not quite there, but we're doing it anyway because she's getting it. Um, so we just like, but also because of her learning disabilities, her curriculum is not mm-hmm. the same. So yeah. what we work on is what she's ready for. Um, she's reading. Her writing isn't is she's not doing well with writing, but that's a fine motor problem that she has with the chromosome thing. Um, you know, obviously she can't talk, so we're not doing any of that kind of crap. But we're working on like right now we're we're just now working on like days of the week and calendar. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just not something that she understood. Even when she was in school, she was struggling with the, that concept. It doesn't make sense to her. Yeah. Time doesn't really make sense yeah. to her. Um, you know, I could say, okay, it's time to go to bed, and she's like no because i go to sleep at a different time every day again chromosome problem so our homeschooling is is very different than like what they do but we have an entire school area mm-hmm. and we have workbooks and we work on those and throughout the day it's probably about a total of two hours but we do all kind i mean 75 percent of all of our toys are educational mm-hmm. that's because 25 percent of all of our well we'll say 50 because about 50 percent of our toys are fucking dinosaurs, dinosaurs. But she knows all the scientific names for them, and she knows the difference between, you know, a sauropod and, you know, a, I can't even remember the name of it, but she knows the difference. Like, uh, she knows the difference between a flying reptile and a flying dinosaur because they're different. Um, she knows what wingspans are. She knows the difference between a herb, uh, herbivore, carnivore, and omnivore. She's all over that shit. So when it comes to science, I mean, she's on. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe she can't write, and maybe she's lacking in some of her math skills, but I mean, mm-hmm. she's... I asked her what's two times 10 and she, or two times five. She said 10. So like she's learning that and she's doing very well with addition subtraction. Take it. Anybody else tell me that, you know, what a sauropod is? Cause I can, I, mean, I had to teach it to her. So of course <laughs> I did. But, um, so we're adapting to how she's, yeah. how school is going to work. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Texas has awesome homeschool resources and a lot of parents' rights. Yeah. So, we don't have to adhere to some crazy schedule. We don't have to report to the state of Texas and show progress and like, like, I mean, which we could, but we don't have to like make her take tests and turn them in. There is nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It is very much your, your parents have all like have all the rights on the, the teaching, which has been great, Yeah, which is, at, which is very helpful because of Ryan, because mm-hmm. they were, they were pushing very hard to get her out of special education because she's smart. I'm like, okay, but she doesn't learn like, ev- like any other kid right. and she learns differently. Like, and I don't, I don't mean like differently like you and I do. I mean, she doesn't learn like a typical child. Her, she's got processing disorder. She's got like nine different disorders. I don't even, I can't even, I don't even, can't even pronounce them all. Yeah. They're all written down and we know what they are. So she has a very delayed processing disorder that she will not do well at all in a typical learning environment. Hmm. That's ev- so they were trying. They were trying to push her out. Not to mention the fact that she's half the size that she's supposed to be. So we've had to adapt to that kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is actually fun though. Yeah. But my kids really need school. Yeah. So, but it's it's another one of those. It was kind of a forced adaption as well as a chosen one. Yeah. So it's funny. I've been thinking about this for like the last few days, like the different types 
the things and like how much we do even on a like a daily basis like you got my brain like going all kinds of crazy places mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. Why are you making me think and shit? <laughs> sorry, Nat, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we adapt and shit and mm-hmm. we roll with it and how you handle it is your business and your life. So Absolutely. Adapt the way you need to adapt and don't listen to anybody else's bullshit. Don't listen to your own bullshit. Oh, yeah, actually. My yeah. my own bullshit is worse than anybody else's bullshit. Yeah. We just don't want anybody else to say our bullshit out loud. Because <laughs> we got enough. <laughs> How dare you think your my bullshit and say it out loud to me. All right. So as we bring this uh, sesh to a close, mm-hmm. um, I know... Katie loves to pull some fun quotes. So, Katie. Okay. So, my favorite one is I'll show you, Tiny. (laughs) And yeah, because I'm going to need to know what that is here in a little bit. Um, And, you know, depending on how rated that is, maybe I'll fill y'all in next episode. Uh, And then you're going to try my peanut butter. Guys, I'm gonna try this awesome peanut butter from yeah. HEB. Yes. So uh, I'll I'll review it. I'll give it a, a one to ten next week and let you know if you should go buy some if you're here in the great state of Texas. <laughs> and if not, <laughs> you should get an HEB. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Well, as always, if you have any feedback, comments, stories, ways you have adapted in your life. We want to hear from you. Yes, we do. No, really. Like, we want to hear from you guys because, like, nobody's really talking about that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've had verbal feedback from, like, family. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Like, you know, engage. Any strangers out there who don't know us, like, personally, like, want to know more stuff? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Not desperate. Okay. <laughs> Keep the hooking for the corner. No. Um, Damn. No, we, uh, anything, engage, we would love, love to engage. Just a lot of what we want to do is just, you know, it's creating a supportive environment also and having somebody that you can engage with and talk about, like, you know, vent, give us your stories. Um, like put our podcast on in the background while you like hook or something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Rock it. You know, Hey, mama's, mama's got to work. Kids got to eat. That's right. Um, and then also if you have topic suggestions or, yes. and of course, if we start getting more input and stories from you guys, we can do episodes with mama stories. Yes. And those yeah. are always fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. And it, it's, I, I have, I will have to hunt her down, but I have a wonderful one. If we ever get like to that type of thing, I, ha- I will reach out and say, can I please, please, please share your story on my podcast? because I I read this story every time I get sad. I saved it on a from a Facebook post like five years ago. Yeah. I still read it occasionally just to, I mean, brighten my day. Aww. So stories like that, guys, those are awesome, and yeah. all moms could benefit from stuff like that. So absolutely, we get so if we get enough, then we can start doing episodes like that. And yeah, that would be awesome. Yay! Well, thank you guys for joining us again, and until next time. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so you can reach us or email us. Oh, yeah, shit. So, um, 
<laughs> We're on social media and stuff. You can look mm-hmm. us up, All Mom No Pros. You can email us at allmom.nopros at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that is how you do that. Or yeah. Messenger or whatever. You know. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Um, kind of on Twitter. Twitter's kind of a crazy place. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, reach out. Say hi. Just say hi. Just say what up, bitches. Maybe I'll post a picture of us on the Instagram because we have one and there's nothing on it. Yeah. Not great with the Instagram. Ah, it's fine. Okay, thanks, guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't need to hear that shit. Uh, Okay, okay, bye. Bye.